Losing taste and smell seems like a temporary inconvenience and side effect of COVID compared to the other potentially very serious health consequences. But for some, when taste and smell finally returns, it's distorted. Last year, we sat down with Nicole McLaughlin, chef and culinary TikTok star, and she talked candidly about how COVID changed her taste and smell. In today's episode, she's sharing her one-year update. Has her taste and smell improved? Let's dive in. So, Nicole, we spoke with you, I think it was in the fall, right? Last summer, maybe, even? And maybe I think it's even, almost been a year. It's, it's been a while, that's for sure. Um, anyway, you shared with us your um, lovely, as I say with thick sarcasm, experience with COVID and losing your smell and your taste and then it becoming distor- distorted, which is a word... The, the actual medical diagnosis for it, I cannot ever say that word. That's okay. Rosmia. Thank you. Right? I, Something like that. So you shared that. And now, almost a year later, we wanted to do a check-in and see how you were doing, what's going on. And so really, I, let's, I guess let's just kick it off and say thank you for coming back to talk to us. Yeah. And I'm dying to know if you can eat watermelon and what were some of those favorite foods? Watermelon, bell pepper. Cucumbers. The ones. Cucumbers. Cucumbers. The ones that tasted like sewer, the green stuff coming up from the sewer in cartoons. That stuck with me. So, yeah, it's been, yeah, like maybe, I don't know, eight or nine months since I talked to y'all. And it's been, what, a year and a half since I had COVID. So, you know, in about a little over a year, maybe 14 months, 15 months since I the parosmia part started and I'm sorry to say it's still there. Oh my gosh. I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to say, I think it has improved slightly. Like I can eat watermelon. It's, I don't know if I said this, I don't know where I was last time with the watermelon, but you know, watermelon's my favorite fruit. It now still smells terrible, but it tastes good. Huh. So, like, I can wow. eat it, but when I am cutting it, it still has that sulf- there's that gross kind of smell. Um, I still cannot eat bell peppers. Um, like, you know, I've said I've never been one to pick it out of food, but I I have to put, pick them out. Um, cucumbers, same as bell peppers. I just would rather not eat them. They're just still gross. Bacon is terrible still like i'd forgotten bacon yeah wow that's sad um, like sausage i think it was i think it was like bacon and sausage um still if i open some turkey or like dilly meat when i'm making the kids lunches it just gives you that kind of whiff um so is it the sewer smell or i remember there was something wasn't chives, but it was something that you had chopped a ton of shallots. Shallots after you'd had COVID, and you had some of your taste and smell back, and then you were chopping these, and your you, your taste and smell became distorted, and yes. for a while everything smelled like shallots. So, do they smell like shallots now, or is it the green stuff coming up from the sewer? <laughs> Yeah, so I, it started as shallots. Shallots are what um, 
ignited this, whatever's going on, was that day at work when I was had prepped all the shallots. And so that entire day, everything smelled like shallots. But then that kept on for a while. And then it changed to, yes, yeah, some things were shallots, an oniony kind of smell, and some were that sulfuric gas. And I described it as, like, if you're watching cartoons and you see the green gas come up out of the sewer, whatever that would, I pictured that to smell like is what it smelled like. Um, and that is what bell peppers and 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 watermelon, you know, those are all kind of, well, no, they're not the same family, but those, I don't know if it's sulfuric anymore. Is it's just gross. I don't I was like, just kind of gassy, like a, not just a good food smell. Like I can, I try to remember what they smelled like. And really, I think it is a brain training thing. I think I could probably train my brain to enjoy those again. I just have not taken the time to do it. You know, I do think there's truth to the um, smell training. And so that, I mean, that is what I have read is really the only solution. And rebuilding that circuitry in your brain, is that? Yeah. And it's like, you know, it was like, see the lemon, touch the lemon, smell the lemon, Think of pleasurable things, happy thoughts. When you look at a lemon, I mean that. But it's like, who has time to sit and do that? You know? <laughs> Seriously. So I, I try to be a little more mindful when I'm like cutting those because I mean I still. Everything I mentioned is in my house right now: bell peppers, cucumbers. Because I mean my kids love them and I still cook with them. But so I need like I need to try to do more often like smelling that you know taking the time when I'm cutting them because that is how when I had first lost my smell when I had COVID that is how I gained the sense of like cinnamon I did it with cinnamon and lemons religiously and those came back perfectly normal exactly the way they smell so I do think it will work I just wish somebody would pay me to do it or something. Cause I'm like, otherwise I don't have the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, <laughs> it's a priority, but it's not like that, you know, that, that kind of priority. So have you right. gone, have you had any follow-up doctor's appointments that have been enlightening or it, it, are you still kind of in the stage of like, we just don't know enough? Yeah, I'm still in the, we don't know enough. people will send me articles. Like, I think there has been some more research done. People will send me, um, trying to think of the last one someone sent me, but the headline was something like long haulers and it affecting the brain. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that has been my fear. You know, that's my biggest fear with COVID is more about how it affects the brain than anything else, like, which is why I wouldn't want to get it again. I mean, you know, that's been, that caused me more stress than the symptoms of COVID. You know, like I wasn't that sick, but when I was, you know, I mean, I remember describing the the plate of salmon in front of me, which smelled like salmon and the wine I couldn't smell. That was when I knew it messed with my brain. And that's what made me feel so uneasy. Yeah. Now, how about alcohol? Have you been able to drink red wine with 
and enjoy it? Or is that still a no-go? It is better. I don't, I don't know if it was bad when I was there. Um, you know, some things have gotten better. So I can drink the red wine and the white wine. Do you like it though? The margaritas are good again. Oh, good. I will say the red wine is, um, it's still not as good as I know it probably could be. Yeah. But I do enjoy it on occasion. I still don't drink much of it though. Well, I feel like it's maybe promising that watermelon tastes good now, even though it doesn't smell good. That seems it might be a sign that some of the circuitry in your brain is, you know, getting back working. But I know that's frustrating. You told us about several things, therapies, some unusual ones that you tried. Um, Have you done any unusual, any more odd ones? Um, since we've talked to you last or just kind of given up? No, yeah, I've I've pretty much given up. I mean, I will still just, just smell random things just to see if they smell like, you know, like if I, if it's a candle, like if I'm at, you know, TJ Maxx smelling the candles, I'll, if it, you know, I'll see if it really smells like what it says on the front um, and that kind of stuff. But a lot of people send me, you know, that old burnt orange and brown sugar thing. Still. I, I did that. That was, I think, if you don't have smell, it maybe helps get it back. But I'm like, no, I have smell. It's super strong. It's just wrong. <laughs> it's super strong. Know. It's just wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, you seem a little more upbeat. I mean, it really kind of took a toll with you because, as we mentioned, food is your work, and then food, your chef, you're trained a trained chef, and. I know you love your cocktails, and I felt really bad for you last time we interviewed you because it was just like all these things you loved just had been taken away. I will say, I mean, yes, it has improved, I would say, and I do, you know, I guess have a better mindset about it, but I, I'm just still hopeful, which is why I still haven't taken the time to train my brain and all that. I'm just still hopeful that they come up with, that they figure it out. And I'm still willing to be a, a guinea pig or whatever. But, um, yeah, I'm just, I hope they figure it out. And like there's too. a magic pill or a shot or something that makes it come back. Yeah, I do too. I have a friend who, like, your story really resonated to her because she is in, this, in a sim- very similar boat as you are. Um, and she just started to be able to eat red meat again. And so she's like very, she's predominantly been eating vegetarian because she just, any type of like animal protein just didn't do it for her. So for, for both of your sakes, I hope that there's some kind of like scientific fix in the very near future. Yeah. Is there, are there any foods that maybe didn't used to be your favorites, but through this, like you really you really look forward to now because some of your others are gone or, or is it? Um, yeah, I really would say, cause I think when I was there last time I talked about how salads were good. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, I know another one that is still pretty bad is um, sour cream. And that's my favorite like condiment of all time. And it's just not good. Um, and like ranch dressing, terrible. Um, but anyway, I was talking last time about like 
I don't know, salads with like a vinaigrette were like tasting good. And that is still good, but um, kind of like healthier foods taste good. So like, huh? <laughs> a, a good, like shrimp, like I love shrimp and fish. I mean, I've always loved those, but now I will, you know, like, but if I was somewhere, I might've chosen a burger or a steak over those. Now I choose that, you know? Interesting. So, um, yeah. And another thing is, I guess that was, it's kind of hopeful is there's still, there's a ton of people that message me. Like if I bring this up again on an Instagram post or something, still tons of people really like how your friend, but also they'll be like, Oh, mine is, I still can't eat peanut butter. And or mine's still, everything tastes like an ashtray mm. or, and I can relate to all, you know, like, I've, um, you know, they'll still do onions and whatever. So it affects a lot of people. Well, I, I will share one sentiment and I have one question, but I want to be cognizant of your time. So my friend and I went hiking with our dogs um, in, it must have been this winter or in the fall. And she, I know where you're going. she had the bags to pick up the dog poo, right? And my dog went and she just like grabbed the bag and went to go pick it up. And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, that's my dog. I'll do that. And she looked at me and she goes, why? I can't even smell it. And I was like, Thank you. <laughs> that that was one of the amazing things. Yes, I experienced that. And like, even like my kid's poop, you know, I was still wiping his butt at the time. And, you know, I could not, couldn't smell it. It didn't affect me. Now I, yes, I'm back to gagging when I go have to pick up the dog poop with the bag. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I can smell it, it and it doesn't, I just don't think it smells like poop. It smells like poop mixed with <laughs> with with red bell pepper, with hard boiled eggs, or something oh. like super. Oh uh. gosh! Well, keep us posted because will it be November twenty twenty two? That'll mark two years. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll check in with you before then, but keep us posted. Oh wait, I have oh, one yeah. more question. Okay, yes. tell me what. I saw your video that you did on Girl Scout cookies with butter and salt on top. What? Tell me what this tastes like because I saw the girls selling the Girl Scout cookies last Sunday and I almost stopped and because I wanted to try your hack and then I was like, "Ooh, I just I don't know. What 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 does it taste like?" Yeah, and that this is not a COVID thing because chocolate tastes like chocolate, mint tastes like mint, butter and salt taste like what they're supposed to. <clears throat> we I don't know where uh, Chef Bill Smith um, had come up with it and tweeted about it or something, and so they were like, Nicole, try this out, y'all. It was amazing. I mean, it, I have discovered though. Wait, what? Wait, wait, wait! I didn't see this. So like, you're okay, just like spreading the, butter the combination. on. Okay. The perfect way to eat a Thin Mint Girl Scout cookie now is to spread it with a little butter and a sprinkle of the good flaky good salt. Maldon salt. Yeah. And so I really wasn't that skeptical. I was kind of like thinking, I bet this is going to taste good. And it was delicious. Um, I would do it like that every time. However, 
I did, you know, because typically we keep your, you know, your thin mints in the freezer. It's not as good. It's better when the thin mints are room temperature. Okay. And the butter, the butter, you know, is maybe a slight chill on it, but not, Mm. you know, that really made a difference because I put it on a frozen um, thin mint and it wasn't as good. Maybe we'll come to your new kitchen and try it. How I'm, I'm just thrown a, by the butter. Like, hour. is it like a pat of butter? It's like, it's a, like s- a little smear. You know, people yes. on my video, you can see it on my okay. or on all recipes TikTok. If um, we can, we will try to link that in the show notes. Yeah, the um, yeah, the it. it's just a little smear, and in the video, it does look like a ton because it's just like you know you're up close, and the thin mint's only this big, but almost covers the whole thin mint but it was really like maybe like maybe half a teaspoon like it's not a lot of butter and thin mints are the only one you do this with yeah does the brand of butter matter unsalted salted well i did unsalted because i knew i was adding salt and that's just what i had but somebody said oh it's really good with the carry gold oh think we're gonna have to try this although i have a real hard time i feel like i should just rub it on my thighs yeah <laughs> just go ahead and put it there yeah just rub it fine. on uh, on there um but we y'all may have to a, try y'all this should do a, yeah you should do an episode where you try all the um tiktok trends yeah Ooh. and i uh, will make a note too you did a video way back maybe two or three years now um because i know girl scout cookies are coming out but you paired all the Girl Scout cookies with a wine. And so we'll try to link that too in our show notes. Listen, there's some real true pairings there. And I'll <laughs> say something else about Girl Scout cookies since we're just going to turn this into a Girl Scout cookie episode. Um, the Aldi brand copycat Girl Scout cookies are delicious. Now, they only do the, um, I don't know if they, I've never had their like thin mint one. But their tag-along version is better than a Girl Scout tag-along, in my opinion. And this wow. is coming from the mom of a Girl Scout. So they Girl have Scout Samoas. moms don't get mad at They us. have a Samoa. Yeah, they have – I mean, the real Samoas are about the same, or they're – the real Samoas might be better. But the Aldi tag-alongs are better than Girl Scout tag-alongs. Oh, my god! In my opinion. All right. So it's safe to say you're getting some enjoyment from the Girl Scout cookies, if not watermelon and bell pepper. Yep. <laughs> yes. Sugar, the, that was the problem. The sugar always tasted like sugar, which, you know, at least I was eating salads to balance it out, I guess. Yeah, and you were getting some enjoyment out of food. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, try it. Okay. I'm going to try it. Well, thanks for letting us follow up with you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We will um, do it again. Sounds great. Bye. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for the Happy Eating Podcast. I'm Briarly Horton. And I'm Carolyn Williams. If you liked this week's episode, then don't forget to rate and leave us a review on iTunes. And be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a new episode. We can't wait to have you back at our table next week for a brand new episode. Bye. Bye. The contents discussed in the Happy Eating Podcast, such as advice, studies, text, graphics, images, and other material discussed or presented on the site or podcast are for informational purposes only. 
Content is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on the Happy Eating Podcast. If you are in crisis or think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 8255, to talk to a skilled, trained counselor at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are located outside the United States, call your local emergency line immediately.